Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, today we got to divide a little jazz rage from reason, at least uh, my own reasoning. Uh, very frustrated watching the game last night, and we need to elevate. And the best way to elevate, of course, is to have Donovan Mitchell jumping, elevating in the game. And so we are going to uh, the ultimate inside source when it comes to the jazz. Our own Alex Carey uh, joins us on the line. And Alex, of course, the, uh, the late scratch yesterday uh, with Donovan, followed by just... Uh, Oh, just a frustrating game to watch. And now we're trying to figure out uh, why was he scratched? Was it Donovan's folks? Was it the team folks? Uh, what do you know? Where are we? And most important, uh, give me some reassurance for game two on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, yeah, the press conference uh, before everything went down, uh, the Jazz about two minutes before uh, Coach Quinn Snyder was going to take the mic uh, in the press room uh, this afternoon, uh, they announced that he's going to be playing in game two. And uh, so that was like a, hey, let's get this out of the way. Donovan's going to be playing. Um, it was a, it was awkward. I mean, like it was, <laughs> Donovan was, Donovan was not over it. He's not over it. Like, that's the thing is I thought there was going to be a little bit more of a, hey, you know, the report saying that I'm upset with the organization are blown out of proportion. He said, whoever got that information, that's a, I, I'm like, that's like, that's a really good job by them. I can't believe they got that info. Like he, he said that. <laughs> He's not He's not happy with how it went down. It was such a late scratch, and he was so upset by it that uh, he's still not over it. And, uh, you know, in the end, the good news is he loves all of his teammates. He said, I had yeah. a team-only, like, player-only uh, discussion with my team, and, and, and they're on board, and it's the playoffs, and we're going to do this thing and all that. But it was not his people's decision. It was the staff's decision of the Jazz, and that is causing, like, a big riff right now. I, I, I don't know. To what extent? Obviously, he just wants to play his best, and he wants to get back out there and play. And he was, he was upset because he wasn't allowed to do that yesterday. Yeah, and I'm and I'm sure that I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than sitting on the sideline uh, in a playoff game for sure, right? And particularly in a game where uh, some other team members were struggling, uh, even just oh, his my. presence to you know to stay in front of somebody. Uh, if there was one more layup made by the Grizzly, I was going to jump through my <laughs> TV set and cause a... Pro- oh, I, was not, I was not dividing rage from reason watching the game last night. It was no, all no, rage. No, <laughs> no and, and uh, he's, he's frustrated. You know, it was just like, there was, there was, you know, Quinn got on there. The interesting thing is Quinn Snyder was just like, look, I don't make any of those decisions. I'm not even privy to their exact, you know, 
where they're at on their injury or how far they're coming, which I think is, you know, a little bit of smoke and mirrors. But, uh, I mean, he was just like, don't ask me about the Donovan thing. Like, we, we just we came up with that's what it was. That's what the staff told us, and that was it. And, there, he, and then he, he spoke about X's and O's. Yeah. The interesting thing is, Boyd, we still haven't seen Donovan Mitchell on the dang floor since April 16th. We have no idea what game two is going to look like. So yeah. if you think he's going to come out there and be that Superman or Spider-Man in his case, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're expecting as a Jazz fan, except for you know losing to the Grizzlies was embarrassing. But you know what? Uh, here's the here. I know I know you're all about the positive spin here, Boyd. And let me give it to you. Okay, and I've been waiting. Here. I've been waiting patiently, Alex. You got to give it yes. to me. <laughs> so uh, the last team, the last number one seed to lose a to an, uh, an eight seed in the playoffs and still go on to win a world championship. Happened less than a year ago with the Los Angeles Lakers. They lost their first game to the eight seed last year in the playoffs. So the world champion from last year lost the first game in the playoffs to the eight seed, and it was embarrassing. And who cares? You move on. And last year was a little bit weird. It was in the bubble and it was strange. But you know, I, this stuff happens. The, the Bucks lost to the Orlando Magic last year too. So in the East, the number one seed lost last year in the first game. In the West, the number one seed in the in, in the playoffs lost to the eight seed last year. So. I, I'm not. I'm not freaking out about it, and I don't no. think the Jazz are either. Uh, I, let me rephrase that. I'm freaking out a little bit about it, just because it's you know it's not fun <laughs> it's to the watch Grizzlies. like the yeah. whole season go down. <laughs> yes, and, and to watch the whole season go down like this. And uh, I just like the playoffs because we have new people to not like. You know, you start looking at these Grizzlies roster, and you're like, suddenly I don't like all these people I did not know I even <laughs> were, existed until 24 hours ago. You know? Yeah, new, a newfound contempt that you just didn't even know you had uh, deep Dylan inside Brooks, there. Dylan Brooks is the new he's Russell evil. Westbrook for the time yeah. being. Yes, he's the new James Harden. Whoever he wants to be. The, like That's why we like the playoffs, because we, we have this more enhanced vision of who we like and who we don't like, and we love our team even more. And we don't like the opponents even more. And there was trash talking, all the stuff I oh. love about sports going on in the game. I was like, amazing, amazing. And that's why I that's why we show up for it. And Donovan's going to be licking his stinking chops. I don't know what level of basketball he's going to be playing. That's the yeah. only thing I'm worried about. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting to see at what level he enters that game. What what is the rust factor? Uh, going yeah. on there and uh, to just take the positive spin it's not that we hate them all so much it's just that we all need to be united against evil uh, and so the <laughs> jazz are the great unifying force for our yeah. community and uh, sure. elevating and the, the other thing that i'm just going to help everybody just take a big old exhale is that the whole goal of this round of the playoffs is survive and advance mm-hmm. and that's all we have to do is survive and advance so we can all take a, a nice exhale uh, we can hope that uh, Donovan uh, is rust-free <laughs> and uh, ready to engage, and we will take the villains on uh, Wednesday night. So uh, yeah, I just well, look. There's a there's a thing too, Boyd. I was talking about this last night with a couple of friends too, where I was like, it, it stinks because we have a chip on our shoulder as it is. So yeah. any like as jazz fans, as, as probably is actually just members of the community of the city of Utah. Like we just have this little thing. Like if somebody says they like us even just a little bit, we're like. We feel so good about ourselves. And then suddenly, <laughs> if someone goes, man, Utah, what a, look how barren it is out here. And then you're like, how dare you? You know, we, we take such offense to things. And, and, and the reality is we do the same thing with the Jazz times 100. Right. And so if there was, there was, I'm listening to that game with that bias in mind uh, that the national media, I was bouncing between the local coverage that, that uh, Bowler Jack was providing versus like the TNT coverage. And they just, they just were just doting on the Grizzlies the whole game, not yeah. even like, 
When the Jazz are up by 15, they have nothing to say about it. But then, it, you know, I, so you have this thing where you feel like, yeah, uh, no one even likes us either. Like, we are the only people who like us. That's, like, the sad <laughs> thing about it. And, I, and, and, and whether or not that's actually true, uh, you know, the low self-esteem Jazz fan in all of us <laughs> can sometimes get really upset about it. But this team is the best team in the NBA until they're not. That's so, right. I think that uh, I think that right now, just right. I'm not worried about this playoff series. I'm worried about the long-term uh, team situation right. that Donovan Mitchell is dealing with. That is going to be interesting. That's the big... uh, to see how that thing plays out. That's right. Because we, uh, if this becomes an issue, if his uh, foot becomes an issue with management, with coaching, with the team, uh, then we've got a whole different set of issues, and it'll be a very short playoff run. But we want it to be a long run on this one. And uh, Alex Curry, our ultimate insider. Uh, as we're relating to all things sports, so uh, you can listen to him along with his tag team partner Scott Mitchell on Unrivaled here on KSL News Radio every night. Uh, Alex, thanks for jumping on today. Boyd, hang in there, man. We're uh, going to get through this. We're going to do. It. We're, we're all going to exhale. We're all going to step forward together. Uh, the Jazz are the great uniter uh, in our community, and I think the Jazz are going to step forward in all of this. And it's one of those things because one of the other things we've learned about the Jazz is they are incredibly resilient. Uh, and they will come back, and uh, it will be a different ball game Wednesday night. So stay tuned, exhale, but stay with us because we're going to talk about when we come back as we close out the show today. The power of one, power of one person, one act of kindness, one thing that can make a difference. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.